I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Charlie where she's going to share with us how to work remotely in Alaska. Hi Charlie, how are you? Hello, I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us a bit about you and why you live an offbeat life? I think that I have had an offbeat life uh, for many years, uh, honestly. I started my career in travel with a drive across the the states, across the country from uh, Texas, uh, where I'm originally from. And then um, I went to Miami to land my first uh, gig on a cruise ship. So I started in the industry and in that world. And um, ever since, it's been a passion for me to travel to as many places as I can as I can get to uh, in my life. And um, so since then, I've worked in different, you know, capacities of the industry. So in uh, event planning and transportation services uh, in Alaska, which we're talking kind of about today, and then ending um, my career uh, in corporate, kind of a corporate and in a sales position. So with uh, with the industry. So and now I'm blogging and uh, full time. So I uh, and I help people to you know, kind of coach them on where to go and how to do it and uh, can uh, book their travel as well. So yeah, I love how you transitioned to so many different things in the travel industry. And now you are here, you're a travel blogger. And today we're going to talk about how you were able to work remotely and maybe give some tips to people on how they can do it as well, but do it in Alaska. Now, I've never been in Alaska and I've always wanted to go there because I love adventure travel. I love hiking. I love seeing all the sceneries and you were able to do that for a little bit of time. And you've even lived in that state, right? I Yes, yes, I did. I I transitioned uh, from working uh, on board um, cruise ships because uh, quite a few people kind of make transitions and to go to to places that are you know kind of uh, seasonal more or less. So there were a lot of seasonal people that went to Alaska because the season in Alaska is short. So it's really I mean people live there year round, uh, but for the the for tourists and for people that travel to Alaska, uh, you really, most people go during the, during the season, which is from May to September. So it's only a window, short window. So they, you know, there's a lot of businesses that just make, you know, they basically make their income and their money just during the, the season during, uh, 
those six months. And so, yeah, I moved up there and had several roommates. It's quite a story, but <laughs> I kind of uh, just didn't have any, <laughs> I did, I had a little bit of a plan. Uh, and so I moved up there and I took a job with uh, one of the, with the a cruise industry. Uh, and I did some of the touring and, and the transportation part of it. And uh, so it was, I mean, it's great. You have to get there. I mean, it's really one of probably my favorite places in the world. I mean, the people are amazing, just so down to earth. And if you love adventure, yes, I mean, you can do everything from, you know, on the, on the water to helicopters, to float planes, to hiking, you know, biking, you know, all of the, you would be in heaven if you like adventure. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And then you also went there on your own to start working on content for your website as well. And there are a lot of things that you saw and did. And obviously because you had contacts there, that was really great for you. Now, one of the things that people really think about once they start looking into traveling to Alaska is budget, right? Because it's not an inexpensive place to go to. How are you able to make it more affordable for yourself when you did go there? Well, for me, as I mean, you just mentioned, I chose there because I, you know, I knew I had friends there. So I was able to, you know, stay, stay with friends and I was able to kind of use that uh, as, you know, kind of a a jumping point for me to get some content and, and especially in Alaska, cause I knew it so well and I, you know, I loved it. So it was, it, for me, I had a little bit of a, you know, a, uh, an advantage because I had already you know, friends that are still living there and industry friends that are still in the business. So, you know, that was helpful to me. Uh, but you can, I mean, there are ways to do it. I mean, if you're, if you're into camping, you know, there's a ton of places to camp. I honestly am not a camper. So I, um, if you, you know, that is a way to do it. Um, because there's a lot of, of, of those type of, I mean, I stayed in an Airbnb when I was, uh, in, in Juneau, for example. Uh, so, cause that's where I, that's where actually I lived when I lived in Alaska. So I went there first kind of as a home base to start there. And then I saw a lot of my friends and, you know, colleagues from my past and was able to connect with them. And they gave me lots of insight, uh, which was great because obviously, you know, things change. And, um, I mean, a lot of things are still the same there, but a lot of people do the same, you know, type of excursions and things. Uh, but if you're looking to go there, there, you know, there are ways that I would say you can do it because you can stay in places that are not, I mean, there's not any, there's not any, I'm not, there's not a Ritz Carlton or, you know, a, a Four Seasons type of, you know, it's, it's a little more rustic. And so that's the, the kind of the nice part about it. It's very, you know, it's a genuine place that the nature really sells it, you know. Absolutely. And there's so much to do and see when when you're actually there that, you know, it's definitely going to be worth the trip and the travel. So as a remote worker, once you were there, how did you get reliable internet? Because that's the first thing also that we think about, right? Like I need to make sure that I can actually work um, while I'm traveling, while I'm in these incredible destinations. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, people do, but it's in the, in the, I, I have to admit in the city, 
you know, like in Juno, Juno is the, the capital and it's got, you know, it's a, it's a, a major uh, city that you fly internet, that you fly can fly in and out of. And so it's easy to get internet there. And some of the, you know, the bigger, the bigger locations, even, even some of the small ones really do have, you know, great, uh, as far as internet. Now, some of the few places like Haines, Alaska, it's, uh, it's a beautiful place and kind of in, and it's in the Southeast and it's, it's beautiful, but I did, you know, I stayed in, I did stay in an Airbnb and they, they had, um, that, you know, they had internet, so it was fine, but I went, you know, kind of drove out the road and, and did a few things that were outside of, you know, the area and you did lose, you know, kind of cell, even cell service. And so I just planned, you know, a kind of accordingly that I was prepared for that. So if you do, like I just, you know, for the day I rented, you know, a vehicle be able to go and drive out to the road. And that's where I was able to see beautiful bears in nature. And so, you know, things like that, that you, you just have to, you know, luckily I lived there. So I kind of had a bit of insight, but also just, you know, you ask the locals. So I, it was great. I spent the day and I went out to, you know, a remote location where they said that bears came to, you know, to catch salmon and catch their lunch. And so I went there and of course other people were there too with their cameras and they knew, um, but you know, you kind of plan for that, that that's what you're going to do. And, and you spend, you know, a few hours waiting, waiting for them to come. I was lucky they showed up right away. So (laughs) I didn't have to stay, you know, hours, but Really and truly, with today's world, you know, there is there is places that you can go um, in Alaska. You know, they have you know cafes and restaurants that would have that'll have coffee shops. There's a lot of coffee shops that would have uh, internet for you to go and you know work and kind of normal the norm now. Yeah, and is there any you know for you that you found a more affordable area or city um, than others? Like how? How is it like if you're staying there for a longer period of time? If you're in, yeah, I mean, if I were to do it again, which I might, you know, so the big, there's a few big cities in in Alaska that really have more of an infrastructure. So you could go and stay. Uh, So the three that I think of off the top of it is, of course, Juneau, which is in the Southeast, but then Anchorage is a large city, you know, there. Uh, and then also Fairbanks. Those are really the three largest ones that you could go and get more of probably more of an affordable. You would have more options. I'm not going to say it was it would be absolutely affordable. But you had more options. So you would be able to find uh, a place, you know, possibly a, a, an Airbnb or even a hotel, an extended, you know, hotel stay. Or again, you know, as I mentioned, the camping, um, I'm not sure that you want to camp for a month, but the you know, the, uh, those are, those are the three, you know, cities that I would say have more of an infrastructure that you could go and maybe it it would be more affordable, but then also you could, if you needed to get around, uh, and then if you wanted to, you know, rent a car for the day, I mean, I used, uh, Toro, I don't know if anybody you're familiar with Toro, but I use that, uh, in a couple of places. So it's basically it's Airbnb, but for vehicles. And, uh, so I, you know, that was a good way to, to get around. Yeah, I love that. And that's actually what my next question was, like, how do you find transportation? So you, you use that one uh, company specifically to get you around the areas? I did. I did. I did uh, rent through them because I, it also helps, you know, helps uh, someone local 
And so I'm, I'm really, really, I feel strongly about small businesses and helping others instead of, uh, you know, someone, you know, a rental car company that has you know, many vehicles to choose from. So I, I used uh, them initially to try it out and it worked out. It worked well for me. Uh, so, but cause transportation is, I mean, they have in, again, in the larger cities, they do have, uh, they do have Uber and Lyft and, you know, those type of ride shares, but in some of the smaller, like in the Haines, Alaska of the world, uh, I think they had one driver, you know, one uh, driver that actually I, I used, uh, to get from point A to point B. So it's, uh, it's really for anyone that is interested in doing Alaska, you know, in that realm, you know, doing it and going from, from place to place and, you know, destination to destination, it's not easy. Uh, you do have to plan because you, you have to take, you know, trains, planes, automobiles kind of thing uh, to get from, you know, from place to place, unless you decide you know, to stay in one location and then you use it kind of as a, um, as a hub to get around. So uh, again, like you said in the beginning, it's not, it's one of those that you, you really have to plan out. And if you do it on your, you know, on your own, and if you do it through, uh, if you, if you want to see more of Alaska and especially in the Southeast, because you, you hop from place to place. But if you, if you go from, you know, Anchorage and that in Fairbanks, a little easier to get around because there's a lot more, um, land, you know, to, to drive and to get to. I love that. Yeah, there's so many different things. There's a lot of different options, but obviously it has to be planned out ahead of time so that you don't have any surprises or too big of a price. Yeah, you can't do it. And I would say even in a week, but I mean, you have to split it up because the interior of Alaska is a whole different ball grant, you know, a whole different area to explore, you know, with Denali and, and, you know, just there's so many it's it's really i mean you could spend a month for sure or even longer like it's such a huge state it's ridiculously big and there's so much to see and do there well thank you so much charlie for giving us all of these tips and tricks if our listeners want to learn more about you where can they find you yes well i am of course on social media uh at travel charlie and then the best place is, is my website which is travelcharlie.com and charlie is spelled c-h-a-r-l-e-e uh, and that uh, i'd love to i'd love to hear from any anybody if you have any questions you know obviously about alaska that would be great i loved talking about it <laughs> as you probably can tell <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much charlie we really appreciate you yes thanks so much debbie I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Charlie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she was able to work and travel as a cruise ship member. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.